0: Hello, and welcome to a special supplemental episode of Civil Politics, part of the Planetside Podcast Network. Uh, We were going to do this as a regular broadcast episode on Valley Free Radio uh, of a Friday evening. Um, And we did the first half, and then various uh, issues, technical and otherwise, came up, and we kind of had to abort. But then we had like an actual half-hour discussion. And we thought, there's no way we're going to, you know, spare, I mean, uh, uh, prevent our uh, listeners from enjoying this. So, here's the episode. It meanders a bit, but um, I think it's uh, got some interest. Uh, Certainly, you can listen to us reacting to news in real time and make of it what you will. So, thanks for listening. I'm Michael Dow. Uh, Have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics, here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP one hundred three point three FM, out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, hosting tonight, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues Johnna Roberts and Sue Timberlake. Hello. Hello. <clears> Hello. <throat> and uh, yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna start with uh, the uh, serious issue. I don't think he's getting reported enough of uh uh terrorist threats being made against historically uh uh historically um uh black colleges and universities <clears throat> but um before we do that, I just want to mention we do love to hear from our listeners um, you can email us contact at civilpoliticsradio dot com which of course is also our website with previous episodes of the show and supplemental episodes and all kinds of good stuff like that. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash civil politics radio, or you can just hit us on Twitter at civil politics F M. So, uh, yeah, there's been what more than a dozen, uh, uh, credible bomb threats against a number of colleges and universities around the country, which, uh, you know, have a history of, you know, catering to black students, even during, uh, Uh, overt segregation i think that's uh
1: uh well
0: um that is uh, like i've i've seen some reports or people you know talking about like ooh, you know crime is up or whatever but like you know they they seem to be concerned that uh you know they're they seem to be saying that as an excuse to say And that's why we need to hire even more police officers in New York City or whatever, even though New York City has, like, a huge police force.
1: Mm. Yeah, Uh, they do. Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, there's been over 24 in New York City, over 24 incidences of people being shoved towards the subway tracks, I guess. That's pretty high. Two people have been pushed onto the tracks, but there's like twenty four circumstances, mm. I guess they were saying. <laughs> which is making people really afraid. They're all standing back from the from the um opening. Huh. So well I heard I heard that on C SPAN this morning. They were talking about it.
0: But well I'm 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 just And that it's you know yeah it's ever- terrorism
2: actually. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. the bomb threats at the HBCUs, that's um I thought it might have been sixteen. Did they catch? Did they catch some kids or something? I forget what's happened with that HBCU. Um,
3: uh, they did catch drama? some. Yeah. They did catch uh, like um. Well, not catch. They have six six juveniles that are that are um people of interest. So uh, they are investigating them. These these individuals are. Um, quote-unquote tech savvy um so they uh uh they were able to they were trying to mask like where their um where they were coming from and everything like that it was (laughs) creepy it's all hell um first day of uh black history month it's Oh, yeah. February, right, right, yeah. right, right. First day of Black History, History Month that uh, this happened on the 1st. <sighs> so, yeah.
1: Um, oh, I boy. I don't really know
3: one, no one else to say about it. It's horrifying, just absolutely horrifying.
2: Well, and it is intended to terrify, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there were <laughs> lockdowns at 15 schools. So that
2: many, wow,
0: yeah. Uh, I knew it was more than a dozen. So yeah, things.
1: yeah.
2: I heard a piece. This you'll see how this is related in a second. Ahmed mm-hmm. Arberry, you know the fellow that was murdered. They um, convicted mm-hmm. the three guys that had stalked him and then shot him. Yep. Um, but the family members are asking them. Some of the family members are asking them not to file civil rights cases. Against them mm-hmm. because they have a very they have a very strong sentences at the moment, and I didn't know this, but there's something about when you do civil uh, civil rights crimes, it's supposed to make the punishment worse. But in some cases, I guess you get moved into the federal system and you serve well, concurrently, and their their sentences would be okay. um, less severe if they're found guilty because the feds preempts the state, I guess. So the, the Georgia, was it Georgia? I think it was Georgia, wasn't
0: it? It, it was in Georgia. Uh, uh, civil rights charges are what the federal government would file um, uh, in a, in instances where the- Hate crimes. Um, yeah, for hate crimes, but, you know, where, where state governments are, you know, dropping the ball um, <clears throat> because, you know, the federal government has specific and enumerated powers. So, um you know in area you know in areas where like the the only law enforcement is federal government or where only federal law applies, then yeah there's laws against murder and whatnot. but you know in a state uh the state's laws apply and and federal law only sort of provides this overarching sort of penumbra, but because one's rights under the Constitution are guaranteed anywhere and everywhere in the u s uh you know the federal government can always step in to uh file a suit to uh to bring a case to protect the rights of of its citizens
2: yeah i thought it was interesting so i'm i guess what i'm saying is that for the um for the college threats you know across all the state lines and you know these if these kids were doing that independently or if they weren't doing it or you know if it's if it was just this um orchestrated piece, I wonder if the feds will get involved in it.
0: Um, if they're in interstate threats, then yeah, absolutely. You know, If if the same people are making threats against colleges in more than one state, then absolutely it becomes a federal case. Exactly. Yeah,
2: because if there's six I mean, juveniles each, and 15 schools, yeah. Each state,
0: of course, can still bring its own charges uh, in the matter as well, because a crime was committed in their state. But you know, in a lot of cases, they'll defer to uh, federal prosecution. and But, you know, the feds will often defer to the state, you know. Um, yeah, there's this because there's there's stuff going on. There's 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 plenty of plenty to do. Um, <clears throat> I just I don't know. I, I do feel that. Um, uh, on the one hand, it's frustrating. <coughs> Excuse me. I do feel it's frustrating that on the one hand, the federal government seems to be um, moving in a very plodding and deliberate uh, fashion in dealing with uh, the crimes of the Trump administration and uh, which they seem to be doing very little about and uh, setting up the coup on January 6th, coup attempt. Um, I mean, obviously they they are prosecuting cases. They have filed charges. They have actually... uh, brought trial, brought to trial and got convictions in a number of instances but uh, I feel there's there's a lot more that could be done there and I don't well, and I think, think there's it, a lot of
2: evidence sort of coming to the surface about some of the plans are horrifying
0: yeah you know I'm really curious to know if they're planning to file uh, uh, you know fraud or election tampering charges or whatever against people who Tried to certify themselves as electors uh, for Trump, even when they weren't validly elected. I don't
3: know <clears throat> Who knows. I mean, one of the things. But, oh, sorry, Mike. What was well, saying? just at,
0: at at the same time, you know, uh, 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 the other day, uh, you know, Trump was saying, like, well, you know, uh, if I can get if I can get back into office, I may well be pardoning all those people yeah um, you know, because we were trying to overturn the election, and it's like you just there there you go, you know, like that's him admitting, yeah, you know that thing that thing that's a crime, I totally, yeah, this is me doing, I'm just like, why aren't they you know why is there no have- have no charges been filed against this man, you know like yeah. <clears throat> Like like well, the evidence from and, and what about the what about remember the first impeachment? We um because one of the other things we were talking about is is Russia going to invade the Ukraine? That's something we've been talking about for the past few weeks. And that whole first impeachment was all about um Trump's uh attempt to strong arm the president uh Zelensky, I think, into uh, you know, helping him out with uh his political campaign against Joe Biden. And I
2: think that was the second uh, one, <clears throat> wasn't it?
0: second was one was the about the January 6th insurgency. Yeah. The first impeachment was about the, the oh, phone right. call to the yeah. Ukraine. The Mueller, uh, Mueller report. And, and apparently there were well, – the Mueller report was about stuff to do during the election. This is – the impeachment was about stuff Trump did in office. But the, the – the, y- there were – you know, uh, uh, Mr. Vindman, Colonel Vindman, I think, was the person who said like, well, I heard this call – and it was really shocking, and so I reported it up the chain and, you know, did what I was supposed to do. Um, and so apparently the uh, the Trump administration tried to bury uh, a lot of this information on highly secured servers or something like that to, you know, classify it into oblivion so that no one would ever find out what really happened. Like, So yeah. now that the Biden administration is there and has all the keys and can read all the stuff, what really happened? I'd sure like to know. And there's been nothing. And I mean, you know, with yeah. w- with all the stuff going on about the Ukraine, I think it might be interesting for the Biden administration to sort of bring all that stuff out. I don't know. So I'm I'm really well, like like I feel Biden. like there is a real crisis facing our our laws and government that we need to enforce them more stringently. And I don't think. The cops are focusing, you know, like I don't think our law enforcement is focusing on the right problems. You know, they're they're like, you
2: know. You mentioned Lieutenant Vindman. He's been all over the news because he's he's actually suing Giuliani and company for um, a campaign of retaliation of for his testimony. Wow, so we'll see where really? that goes. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I
0: mean, that's going to take you know, forever and a, a
2: day to for him to get through. But yeah. Good for him. And he's an expert on uh, on uh, Russia and Ukraine. And so he must just be I'll be curious to see if Biden uses him at all. But, you know, Biden might be a little gun shy about chasing down the Ukrainian stuff and not because we shouldn't, but just because Biden isn't a really aggressive person. And a lot of that was about them trying to disparage him and his son. You know, sometimes Biden doesn't go right after that stuff. I mean, I don't know that he can tell the Justice Department what to do, but but what would you do for the HBCUs? What what would you, let's say one let's say there's a person who did all of these, all 15 schools bomb threats. What would you? What would be the penalty for that? Do you think in your perfect world?
0: Uh, well, I mean, that would be a would, they would be charged with domestic terrorism.
2: I don't think there is domestic terrorism. there's no uh, there's no, nothing on the books for that. I mean that would just be terrorism.
0: all right, uh, well sure, terrorism I' yeah, don't, but, but I like, mean
2: what kind of penalty would you like to see for somebody who's doing this to these schools? Uh, uh, I don't know uh, And they haven't found any bombs I don't have they, genre do you know I don't think they've found any bombs They were just threats at this
3: point they were just threats yeah. They were, it was like possibly just a prank or, or they were just trying to sow terror most likely. Um, but there were mm. no actual bombs.
2: Um, well, Let's uh, say they crossed state lines and they did, you know, all of them or, or they, they find somebody who's, <clears throat> or they used, well, you
0: know, if if you, if you make the call, if you call somebody in another state and, and make a threat or try to commit a crime, that's. That becomes a federal matter because you're you're communicating across the state lines. I yeah. I mean I don't I don't know, uh, but I mean what 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 are the uh, what are the, what what does the law typically prescribe for somebody who's calling in bomb threats? You know, <clears throat> you know, it, it, like that seems reasonable. Like I don't like there are some real problems with the way our courts work with the way the police conduct themselves. And with the way our prison system is especially heinous, but, um, you know, and those are all serious concerns, but, you know, uh, we do have, uh, laws and we do imprison people sometimes, uh, you know, I think for good reasons, uh, sometimes and, uh, you know, calling in bomb threats, uh, as part of, a you know, a campaign of, of, of racist terrorism, I think is one of those times where it makes sense, to, you know, say like, all right, somebody should be facing some some jail time, should have a criminal record because of this, because it is a crime. It is bad. It e- Even if no one is physically harmed, it absolutely damages society.
2: And it certainly costs those colleges some money and the local police to go looking for the bombs and the people that were supposed right. to go to school. that couldn't. Right. Yeah. And
0: you know and 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 the 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 toll of being you know hated and feared and and being made to feel afraid like that takes a toll on people you know yeah. like thank god i've never had to sort of live with the constant threat of like somebody's going to get me just because they don't like my complexion but uh i can only imagine how how terrible it is uh you know i the the comparison i make is when i was a a, a small child you know there was a, a you know group of kids at school who were just tormented me and i didn't like it and so i was always miserable at recess because i always felt like you know is am i going to are they going to decide to pick here on me comes. and of come after me you know yeah here is this is this going to be one of those uh one of those afternoons where it sucks because they're after me and i don't know like it's it's entirely up to them so Obviously, that's a sort of a smaller, more limited version. You know, no, no nightsticks or guns or criminal charges or whatever would be involved. But you know, for a, a small child. You know, when one is like six, you know that it still feels like a big deal. And and I, I remember how terrible that was. How mm. you know how difficult it was to live with. So I'm glad that that crap went away you know when i left elementary school <laughs> um i can't imagine how difficult my life would have been if it hadn't
1: so
2: yay um imagine if your whole life everybody always felt they were entitled to harass you yeah uh <clears throat> well yeah for whatever reason yeah you know, always a target, always having to be careful. Was it you said, John? you don't put your registration in your glove box? You put it above your visor or
3: something? Yeah, um, I put it in the in the. Um, I put it above the visor so I can just pull it down without having to rummage around for it. And then yep. I put it. I put that my license and everything in on the dash in front of me, and then have my my hands on the wheel. Uh, So when, when this person comes up, they don't have to worry about me looking around or
1: anything. I can just.
2: Thank God for cameras. That's all I can say. It's really, I don't like to have my picture taken, but I think cameras on every phone has made a difference in the world.
0: That reminds me, this is something I just saw today on the Valley Free Radio programmers Facebook chat. So I don't know if you guys saw it, but apparently there is a vote uh, uh, on the night of Thursday the 3rd. <clears throat> uh, the Northampton City Council voting whether or not to uh, 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 hire or, or, or uh, start, you know, pay for, you know, license a uh, new. Sort of uh facial recognition software tracking stuff oh, no. from Motorola for the Northampton Police Department for their dash cams and, oh, no. uh you know, and it's just like this uh <clears throat> you know this this strikes me as of a piece with the uh uh the proposal to put cameras out on the streets, you know so the Northampton police could monitor uh you know for people's license plates or whatever, and all the possibilities of, involunt- you know, extra data being picked up or whatever. Um, but, uh, well,
1: I, well, you I, if know, you remember North we Hampton had...
2: Goes... <clears throat> Go ahead, yeah. Northampton Ham- North goes wild with this stuff. They're They're usually quite against it, and I just have to say about facial recognition, I recently worked in a place where we had a time clock that used facial recognition. And the reason the organization put it put it in is because folks were clocking each other in. You know, they just clocked somebody Uh in, even though they weren't there yet. (laughs) They were running a little late. Um, So they put in facial recognition and it worked. Eh, okay, not that great, but it worked, Um, except for we had one fellow who was black and it was it was awful. It would never recognize him. And I got a light because I had heard about the Polaroid cameras in the in the 90s that couldn't couldn't um, couldn't adjust the light right for people that had a darker complexion because the contrast is off. And so we got a light so that he could turn the light on and it helped a little bit, but it could half the time it would recognize them. It was just, yeah. you know, so and, you know, they've designed these things around particular Facial qualities, you know, the algorithms are not good. So I'm just, I am so opposed to that, which I like. Privacy well, and, anyway,
0: I agree. Well, and computer computer vision is a genuinely hard problem. So you know, like like it, there's there's technical challenges, but
2: um, oh, computer vision, yeah. not the company.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no computer computers. Vi, vi, you know, visual visualizing <laughs> things for computers and the ways they can interpret, but also. Um, the, the the if you remember when we had Chief Casper on uh and the um discussion about the uh the, the traffic cameras being put in. Oh um, yeah, it was huge. And, yeah, yeah, it was it was huge and you know, she pointed out like so if we do this, what would happen is the cameras would, you know, record to a hard drive It would be at police headquarters and it would sit there and if we wanted to go look at it, we'd go and say like, well we want to look and see what happened at seven o'clock on Tuesday and we'd go and look through the footage around that time. Um, But otherwise, it would just be sitting there. We wouldn't be looking at it or reviewing it, you know, because that's a lot of time and effort to review it. So we'd only go and and refer to it when we had a specific time and and, and instance that made us think it was worth doing. But this, um, if they use this service from Motorola, it it would all be stored in a centralized database that Motorola controls and I believe would be shared with, you know, immigration and customs enforcement and other law enforcement agencies and that was one of the big sure. civil liberties concerns uh about the the traffic cameras a few years ago so yes it could be subpoenaed I'm, yeah yep it could be I'm, subpoenaed yeah i'm really alarmed uh that uh this this city council may proceed with this this measure as well
2: so, I can't believe I missed that. Is it yeah. possible that they just because it was offered, they just felt the need to run it up the flagpole? Could be. Yeah, I I I, I just saw a
0: a a short flyer about that on uh, from the on the Valley Free Radio programmers uh, chat. I, I so you know I don't know. I I I can't say for certain that I that all, that I that all the information on there was accurate. I I don't know for sure that uh uh you know that this is like gonna be a uh uh you know a an up or down a you know higher the you know pay for it or not kind of voter if it's just a uh yeah okay well that's neat maybe Have we committee ask ask look Chief at what she thinks yeah i i i honestly yeah. don't know but uh it was it was an exhortation to the various programmers to uh at our station they're like if you care about this you know go and make your voice heard and. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, in the end, Valley Free Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, it doesn't have a position, you know, on, you know, political issues. Um, and,
1: uh,
0: you know, uh, uh, you know, we we believe in free speech, but, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's the kind of, uh, uh, position that everybody can get behind really so you know that's that, that's that's about as far as it goes for Valley Free Radio for me I'm certainly concerned about uh you know the creeping overreaching power of the police uh even though yes I do also paradoxically want them to do the things I actually want them to do like catch people who are trying to overthrow the government stop people from making bomb threats you know against colleges um, I'd also like it if they could do some, if, if we could do something about, uh, school board trying to, to ban mouse and other books about the Holocaust, but you know, that's, mm-hmm.
2: uh, just a, a quick note about Polaroid, um, during apartheid, Polaroid had instant cameras that they were producing for, um, IDs that, you know, used around the world. This was when Polaroid was not the, uh, height.
0: not the Instamatics, not the, the, the
2: they were the yeah they were instamatics yeah oh but, were, like the were. ones I
0: would get at home or were they a different quality?
2: They were I wouldn't a much used, higher grade. Oh okay because I wouldn't uh, use that for an ID, ID picture. Be, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But IDs for around the world you know like they take a passport photo and all okay. that stuff.
0: Sure yeah okay
2: so mm-hmm. so they were producing them and um, South Africa bought a lot of them because they needed them for apartheid right. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. turns out they didn't really work with folks that had darker complexions. So they added a button to the ones that went to South Africa that would change the contrast and change the, change the flash. So that it oh, would work
3: better. This is what happens yeah. when uh, you yep. create technology without, um, without multicultural input. Like if you, that's, exactly. that is what happens when you have a bunch of white people that say, yay, we made a thing. And you, it works and great. They, and, and they only test it with themselves. This is the only. This is the okay. other thing with um algorithms and uh yep. r- facial recognition. And they're, it's it's there. Whoever is programming and creating these things, they are putting in. They are programming in their biases into yep. these algorithms, these programs, and the program can't be racist because. It's a program it's an it's a binary it's binary. It's like here's the information I'm going to use. I've been told how to use it, and now I'm going to use it in that fashion. but you can <clears throat> the only people that can really change or that can really create something that is accessible to everybody is um people that a group of people of different descents and different um, cultural bra- backgrounds that can make sure that it works for them. Uh, like the, uh, there was a whole thing like a few years ago with HP and one of their, um, one of their laptops and the laptop could not read, could not like it was supposed to track faces, but it could not track a dark skin face. And it was yep. uh, a guy was there with his white lady friend and when they were both on camera, it tracked to her face. And when it and when he she left, it tracked to her face and then it went back to center and it didn't even see his. And that's because mm-hmm. they didn't test it with dark skin in mind.
1: Yep. Um
3: so I would, here's I would the just... really
2: classic example.
3: Uh uh-huh.
2: You know, Harvard did all the hearing studies at the uh, turn of the century, (laughs) two turns of a century ago. They did all the hearing studies on the hearing range of the normal human hearing range. And they did all their research and they produced all their data. And um, they uh, tested a couple of the secretaries at Harvard, but there was something wrong with the data. It didn't really, so they threw that data out. (laughs) And it turns out the first, quote, human hearing ranges were all male because women have a different hearing range than men do actually. I didn't know that. And hmm. yeah. And so for years the hearing range was the hearing range of a normal adult male. Cause of course they used all the subjects at Harvard. Harvard was all male. Mm-hmm. There weren't any women there, just a few secretaries. So Crash that's the dummies. classic study of no. the, the algorithm that, you know, and that's half the gender, right? Half the human race is female. Crash no. test
3: dummies are based on the average human male. male. So yep. they're, So a lot of people um, like were hurt. Were too short. Or yeah. too short or too tall. Women or, are often or killed by airbags. Exactly. Yep. Because Women they are often, yeah. they're too close to them. They've only yeah. recently started, like relatively recently, they've started to use different body shapes. I mean, there's also yeah. when we're talking about the average weight of people. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Um, where what numbers are they using? And this is how they construct seats, seating on airplanes, seating in, in public transportation, they use a certain size of people, an average size of people. But um like people have been growing larger, not just in fat, just be just in size since the fifties people are taller mm. now just in general. Like if if you've ever been to a really old house, you've had to duck under like doorways. Yep. And, yep. but those things don't change. Um, anyway, uh, um, yeah. we're coming up on the half, I think so.
0: Oh no, yeah. We're a little past our normal break time. So we're, we're going to take a break here. I, I would just point out that like, like I'm, Really, just so disappointed with to hear this story that Sue told about Polaroid because it that's one of those instances where it's like oh yes the 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 pattern of bias that you're that we've been talking about had the unintended consequence of making it harder for the apartheid era police to crack down on the black people they were oppressing. So of course, yeah, Polaroid came up with a technical fix for it, and it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> your screw up made it harder for the racists. Leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave that bug in there. <laughs> don't don't fix that problem. Uh, well, anyway, we are going to take a short for like a short break, play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs, and keep the FCC oh so happy. But we'll be back with more Civil
3: Politics here on Valley Free Radio in just a couple of minutes. So don't go away. We'll be right back. So again, thank you so much for listening to the Civil Politics Supplemental. Like Mike said at the beginning, we had a pretty good conversation. We didn't want to, you know, just throw it in the trash. So we thought we'd put it up for you. Remember, you can listen to all of our shows on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM, uh, every Friday at 7 p.m., uh, with a repeat at Monday at 4 p.m., and you can listen to it online at valleyfreeradio.com. Uh, you can listen to it live there, or obviously go to civilpoliticsradio.com, and you can catch it uh on the Sunday after the Friday after we air it. If that made sense. Have a good
1: night.